Welcome to episode four, season one of The Goddess Intervention. Welcome back. We are back in this space together. And I just want to say thank you before anything else. Thank you for all the constant love, the constant support, the constant ratings, feedback that you guys always give. It is so appreciated. Um, I see everything. I see it all. So I'm very grateful for everything that y'all do, all the love that y'all show, all the support. It never goes unnoticed. But here we are, episode four. You know, I always get so excited when I come back to this space because I'm still surprised that this space exists. I'm still surprised that this community is ever growing. Um, So whenever I sit in front of this mic, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I'm talking to y'all. Like, it's, it's, it's still so crazy to me, but I'm very grateful to have this platform and I just love y'all so much. Like this shit crazy how much I love y'all, how much y'all show up for the girl. So I just want to say thank you again, because the raw and authentic conversations that we have, the intentional conversations that we have are so important to me. Everything that happens on this podcast after the episodes, before the episodes is very intentional. How y'all show up for me is very intentional, even if y'all don't know it yet, even if y'all haven't recognized it yet. Everything happens for a reason. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you, because you picked this episode for a reason. You picked this episode with intentionality. You picked this episode with a different sense of consciousness. And I am ever grateful. I am so happy. Yeah, I'm just so happy. Like, I'm not going to get emotional, y'all, because y'all know I could. Y'all really know I could, but I'm not. I'm just really full of gratefulness right now because life is just, it's really good for your girl. And I'm glad that I get to share that with you. I'm glad I get to share a space and touch on somebody who might need what I say and um, who might take heed to what I say, or you might, um, it might change somebody's day. It might change how y'all view something for the moment. So I am mad grateful. And I just want to let y'all know, I'm always let y'all know every episode, y'all gonna hear my mouth. So if you don't want to hear thank yous, then maybe that's not the podcast for you. But not for real, y'all gonna hear me say thank you a lot and how grateful I am. But yes, before we even get into the nitty gritty, just want to let y'all know that I have started the monthly newsletter, Letters of Love and Wellness. I've started accepting email addresses. So if you want to sign up, you can hit the link in my Instagram and Twitter bio. They are all there. Um, it'll basically be monthly insights that go beyond the podcast, affirmation, journal prompts, and I might throw a couple little bit exclusive tidbits in there, but you're not going to know what it is unless you sign up. So you should just sign up. It only takes five seconds, if that, um, to sign up for the newsletter. Also, in the previous episode, I told you guys I would start live streaming the first episode of each month. So starting in July, we'll get that going. I'll be streaming it um, on Instagram. And I'm thinking about maybe streaming it on YouTube, but I haven't really came to that decision yet. So um, yeah, I hope you guys tune in. I really want to start that because I enjoy the conversations that I have with a lot of people beyond the um, podcast 
after I post a podcast or after, you know, an episode has been out there for a while and people come to me with their different insights, I enjoy the conversations that I have with you guys. So I feel like it would be really cool if y'all could have them with each other, if we could have them together and you can just partake in community. community. Because <laughs> that's what community is. Excuse me, y'all. I had my little wine today. So it's Wind Me Down Wednesdays. Y'all hearing this on Sunday, but I'm recording this on Wednesday. So it's Wind Me Down Wednesday for me. Um, but if you are listening, you should go get a wine glass or, you know, some tea, some herbal tea, whatever floats your boat. Tonight, it's wine for me, so we're just going to wind me down. It's not tea time Thursday. It's wind me down Wednesday. If y'all use that, make sure y'all cite your sources, just letting y'all know. Um, but, yeah, so here we are. Um, y'all, so many things have been happening, and so many things in this season in particular, this season that I'm in right now um, personally, and that's what I wanted to make this episode about. I feel like this season that I'm in is called the season of consciousness and intention. And I say that because I'm recognizing a lot of different things, a lot of different um, behaviors, a lot of different energies that I've been keeping, a lot of different energies that I need to expose of. And I'm moving in consciousness and I'm moving with more intention now and where I am in life. So a season of consciousness and intention. And that's the title of this week's episode. So we're going to get into that. But before we even do, the affirmation for this week is I am the writer of my own story. I'm going to repeat that again. You might want to write it down. I am the writer of my own story. You're in charge. Nobody else is in charge of your story. Only you. You have the power to do that. You have the power to change your narrative, to move with more intention, to move with consciousness, and change what you see fit in changing. So I affirm myself. I hope you affirm yourself with that. I hope you said it with me. I hope you move in that um, today, every day after today, really, I hope it becomes a constant. And I feel like we all need reminders that at the end of the day, we, if y'all hear that noise, that's my air conditioner. But at the end of the day, we write our own stories. We create our own narratives and nobody can take that away from us. Nobody can take that right to write our own stories. Nobody can say, this is what your path will be. This is what your story looks like. And you have no power to change that. Nobody can do that. And I know through being exposed to different traumas, through going through different experiences, through having various relationships, some toxic, some manipulative, it's hard to remember, to understand, and to believe that we, in fact, write our own stories. So I'm leaving that affirmation with you. I hope that you guys affirm yourself every day, even today, even tomorrow, even next week, even next month, 
or even if you just need a reminder, just know that you are the writer of your own story. So with that being said, y'all, now last week, last week was a really good week for us, y'all. What was that, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago, we talked about how it's not just the way that you are exhaling all June and knowing that like our trauma is not our fault, but our healing is our responsibility. And y'all, I swear, after I said that, I'm not even gonna lie, I kept seeing that on Twitter. I kept seeing that little tidbit on Twitter for like two weeks. No lie, I swear. But that's besides the point. But we did touch on the fact that um, our trauma is not our fault. But we have to acknowledge the fact that our healing process is our responsibility. And after I sat with that after last week, I started to think about my own life season that I'm in right now, my chapter. Some people call it chapters, some people call it seasons. For the purpose of this episode, we're going to call it a season. And I sat with that thought. I sat with my recent life experiences, the relationships that I've come in contact with, the people that I have began to, you know, cut from my life, the people that I hold closer um, to me like my good, good girlfriends, um, friendships that have came to a close, not because of malintent, but because I had to learn what friendships and what relationships and what people continue to serve me and continue to serve the space and time that I'm in. And that, sitting with all of that, made me really sit down and be like, okay, well, it's safe to say that like this season of growth that I'm in is a season of really leaning into my consciousness, leaning into my intention of how I move daily, leaning into my gut and trusting my intuition, trusting the fact that I know what's best for me. I know how I want my story and my narrative to look like, I know the path of growth and healing that I want to go down. And because I'm conscious of that, because I'm trusting myself and trusting my spirit, trusting my intuition, I need to move intentionally through that. I need to move intentionally through that. So just so we're on the same page, we're going to just define consciousness really quickly, really, really quickly. So consciousness is defined as um, having knowledge of something, being painfully aware or sensitive to. That is what consciousness is defined as. Just because you're in a season of consciousness, that doesn't mean that it's all beautiful insights, meditation, sunflowers, clouds, sparkles everywhere. Because as I said, one of the definitions of consciousness was being painfully aware and sensitive to something. 
So this season of consciousness for me, it's been bittersweet. It's been bittersweet. And I say that because the painfully aware part is very true. When you step into your season of consciousness, you become aware of not only other people's behaviors and other people's energies, but you become aware and sensitive to the things that that you do, to the things that you accept, to how you authentically view yourself. And that's not always beautiful. That's not always fun. And even with um, becoming aware of like other people's behaviors and actions and how people treat you and lean into you when you're honest with when you're brutally and painfully honest with yourself in that you have to take a moment and say well is this serving me right now this person is treating me like this or i'm treating myself like this or this experience led me to here is it serving me for my highest good? And if it's not, then how do I want to move forward? But I think I said in another episode too is the fact of staying somewhere, staying in a space because we're comfortable with it. And that goes beyond romantic relationships. That goes beyond you know, any romantic space. We stay in a lot of things because we're comfortable, because at one point it made us feel safe. At one point, it was all we knew. And we've shared so much in that space. We've shared so much of ourselves in that space that the idea of letting that space go, of letting that person go, of moving forward, of shedding a behavior is painful. And it's hard to grasp and it's hard to accept. So a season of consciousness is beautiful, but it's also, it's kind of hard. It's, it is kind of hard. And um, I'll be the first to tell you, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that growing and healing and moving in that and being consistent in that is not easy. It's it's weird almost, kind of, sort of, because everything is changing. You know, everything is falling apart, but falling together all in the same breath. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm in a season of moving with intention and moving in my consciousness. And when I say moving in my attention, I mean, I wake up every day and decide that today is going to feel like love. And I'm not talking like puppy dog love. I'm talking like every day is going to feel like I love myself. I'm going to move in today and pick to do things that deliberately show that I love myself. I'm going to move with intention today. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my skincare routine. I'm not going to skip it today. I'm actually do that shit because 
my face needs it. And that's a sign of love. That's a act of love to myself. I'm going to go to the gym because I just journaled two weeks ago that I don't like my body. And I'm going to go to the gym because I'm going to listen to myself and I'm going to show an act of love to myself. Even though I hate the gym, I'm going to go because that's me showing some type of commitment to myself. And commitment to self is love to self. Stuff like that. I'm going to wake up two hours early today, tomorrow. Because when I wake up earlier, I have time to reflect and sit with the emotions of the morning. And I have a moment of stillness. And that's an act of love to myself. I'm going to journal every day for the next week because vulnerability and authenticity with self is an act of compassion to self. And an act of compassion to self is an act of love to self. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. I am going to divinely intervene in my life every day so that way I feel like love when I wake up. And when I go to bed, I can look in the mirror and be like, I moved intentionally in love with myself today. So anything else that has happened, I'll be able to process it. But I know that for myself, I moved intentionally in love with myself today. And that was my goal and I reached that. In the best way that I know how. Even if it was, I'm going to eat all three meals today. Instead of just breakfast and dinner. I'm going to eat all three. I'm going to drink 32 ounces of water today. Because that's an act of love to myself. Because I know that a bitty be dehydrated. And water is good for the skin. And I want to glow. Little stuff, y'all. Little stuff, I'm telling you. So I made that decision to... Wake up every day and move intentionally in love with myself because I hadn't for so long. I wasn't waking up and deciding to move in love with myself every single day. I was skipping skincare routines. I wasn't going to the gym out of laziness. I was soaking in laziness. I wasn't showing up for myself fluidly. I was accepting bare minimum behaviors. I was holding on to behaviors and situations that didn't serve me. And that ain't nobody else's fault but mine. So the season that I'm currently in, like I said, is a season of literally deciding and making the consistent decision to show up for myself every freaking day. Now, one thing that has been a struggle for me is leaning into the various forms of meditation. And I had to tell myself that meditation looks like whatever feels good to you. For a long time, meditation was something that took me a little minute to get into because everybody says that when you meditate, your mind is supposed to be still and calm, but nobody says that meditation is really just your method of becoming grounded in recognizing things that your day-to-day awareness doesn't have attention to. So when I meditate now, 
an act of love that I decided to implement during meditation. Y'all, it's so many noises. I don't know if y'all can hear the planes, but they're outside my house. Um, anyway, um, an act of love that I decided to start implementing into my meditation is allowing my thoughts to be thoughts and happen and being okay with the fact that it's okay to have thoughts during meditation because these thoughts that are coming up are thoughts that I don't have throughout the day because my my mind is everywhere. So they're coming up for a reason. These feelings that are coming up, I acknowledge them during meditation. I don't ignore them or try to suppress them. I acknowledge them. And after meditation, I write it down and I process it further. That has been a really key act of love that I have begun to show myself. Because now, this is where the consciousness part comes in. Now the thoughts that are coming up when I meditate daily, when I take the time to bring my awareness to those thought patterns that come up instead of suppressing them and ignoring them because I want to have a still mind, now I'm aware and I allow them to come up and I process them. So because of that, I take those thoughts and I apply them to me fluidly throughout the day. I'm conscious. I'm more conscious and more intentional in how I show up in spaces and how I show up in relationships and how I show up for myself in the workplace, everywhere, daily, by myself, in the shower, in the bathroom, on a walk. Because your thoughts are going to be thoughts. And that little tidbit about meditating and unlearning the fact that meditation isn't always super still that was part of me unlearning different stagnant behaviors because I never had a space and some people don't meditate but like I told you all meditation is just a way to keep you grounded so whatever keeps you grounded whatever helps you feel full like yourself is a form of meditation don't let anybody tell you otherwise period if they don't then well, if they do judge them up because it's not your fault. Like, you know, meditation is whatever you want it to be. As long as it makes you feel grounded, meditation can be sitting in a room full of people you love the most and you having a moment of awareness. You bring in a moment of awareness like, dang, like these people really got my back. But you've never really centered yourself in that thought. That's a moment of meditation. That's a moment of consciousness. So don't ever... Feel like it's not. Don't feel like meditation is super strict, super stagnant, super confined to a box because it's not. Meditation is fluid and as it should be, is what you make it. Okay, that's my little soapbox on meditation. But um, yeah, like I'm just trying my best to unlearn stagnant behaviors that I have learned over time. Um, behaviors that I want to shift into more positive, fluid ones. Like, for example, feeling like validation comes from external sources or feeling like the people who are close to me, their problems are my responsibility to help process because it's not. So behaviors like that, thought processes like that is what I'm trying to unlearn and 
you know, I'm going to let y'all know how it go. I'm going to let y'all know what it get to looking like. Y'all just going to be here on this journey with me. But you have to really look at the seasons of your life and really look at the chapters that you're in and see what's happening. Really sit with it. Um, yeah. So I guess with being in a season of consciousness comes the idea of allowing myself to feel my feels and not avoid them. And I kind of touched on this when we talked about meditation, but a lot of people, when myself included, when we feel a feeling that we don't like, we hurry up, find a way to avoid it because we don't like it. We want to get rid of it ASAP. You know what I mean? But what does that do? How does that help you? Because that feeling is going to come up again. So what are you going to do next time it comes up? Are you going to feel it all the way through? Or are you going to suppress it again? And then you're going to just like be a built up vessel of emotion that hasn't been released, that hasn't been processed. That's just an angry little person walking around, right? That happens to a lot of us. We don't allow our emotions to feel themselves out. And that is a lesson that I'm constantly learning, that I have been trying to learn for years. Let me tell y'all, it is a constant effort. Healing, growing is a never-ending cycle. There's always going to be room for growth. And for me, the act of allowing your feels to feel Allowing yourself to feel whatever it is that comes up. Sadness, anger, happiness, joy, pain. You have to allow yourself to feel those things. Because if you don't, then you're going to turn into something that you don't want to turn into. Then you're going to be, like I said, a vessel full of unprocessed emotion. And this is especially true for when we feel sadness, when we feel anger, we don't like those feelings. We really don't. So what we do is we lean into defense mechanisms. Instead of telling ourselves that this feeling is okay, I don't like it, but it's okay. So let me sit with it for a little bit, not sulk in it. I'm not gonna sulk in this feeling, but let me sit with it, let it fill itself out, then let me process where it came from. Let me process the trigger. Let me process why I feel this way. Let me process how I acted in this feeling and how I cannot act again in this feeling in the future. It takes a lot of emotional strength to do that, and it's easier said than done. So that's something that is a constant for me. Just allow myself to feel the things, even when you're happy, even when you're happy. Some people are so used to being sad and angry all the time that when they feel a little, little bit of happiness, they're like, oh, wait, why the hell am I happy? I'm used to being sad. What what the hell is this? What is this? What's going on? No. Allow yourself to be happy. Allow yourself to feel joyful. Allow yourself to feel the feel. And bring your awareness to why why are you happy? What made you happy? What, what gave you that feeling? And what does happiness do for you? How do you move through that? How do you show up for yourself when you're happy? 
how can we maintain this feeling of happiness? You know, little stuff like that is super, super important. Um, and another key thing that has really made a major impact in my season of consciousness and intentionality is owning the fact that every space I enter is a sacred space because I am a sacred and divine protected being, period, period. Okay, because your girl, your girl was divinely protected always and always, okay? Okay? If y'all don't know it, then you know. But it's hard to fully walk in that sometimes because I'm I'm just me, you know? And when you walk and you believe in the fact that every space you enter is a sacred space, your whole life do it. Do a 180, not a 360, right? You know, a 180. I said that right. Yep. Your whole life does a 180. Everything changes. Everything. The way you walk, the way you talk. Every single thing about your life changes. You start to manifest different things because now you believe that you are deserving of the things you are trying to manifest. Everything starts coming into fruition in due timing because now you believe and you walk in the fact that every space you enter, whether it be virtual, whether it be physical, whether it be mental, emotional, or financial, any space that you enter is sacred space and it's divinely protected. And that is a a whole different level of consciousness a whole different level of intentionality and awareness. So I hope that you guys take some time to reflect on what chapter you're in, what season of life you're in, because we move day to day not being conscious and not taking the time to draw our awareness to a lot of different things. So with moving so fast, we often forget and reflect on where exactly are we at in life? What chapter, what season is this for me? So I hope that you guys take the next couple weeks, months, whatever, however long, and reflect on where you are in life, what chapter this is, what season this is for you, whether it be a season of solitude, a season of rest, a season of intention, a season of consciousness, or a season of love and light, whatever it is for you. I hope that you take some time, reflect on it, check in with yourself, and walk in that, stand in that, ground yourself in that, because it's important to check in and see where you are. Also, give yourself some love. Give yourself a pat on the back, regardless of whatever season it is. Because even in storms, even in rocky seasons, even in amazing seasons, you have to show yourself a little bit of love, a lot of bit of love, actually. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in and sharing this space with me. I'm so grateful. I hope that you all stay grounded, stay loved, and stay blessed. See you guys next time.